Welcome to Today on Broadway for Monday, November 16th, 2020. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. And I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steves. Ashley, I gotta tell you. Matt. There there are some Broadway stars wilding out on Maine on Twitter right now. Oh, God. Okay. It is, it I, that's is usually, making my head hurt. Okay. Well, I mean, what, do, what are we defining as wilding out on Maine? Because everyone always says, you know, whatever on Maine. Usually one yeah, specific thing. A, and I have one. I have one account, and I just pile everything into everything, much to, I'm well, sure, some people's chagrin. Yeah, this is not a horny on main thing. Okay, this is you, a, you said this, it, not me. Okay, I, I did, I did. What are they going to do, fire me? Yeah, um, this is <laughs> Sorry, this is James. A, yeah, feel free, James. Um, <laughs> this is this is a um, bad mouthing governors who are trying to prevent the spread of coronavirus oh, on me. Hello, okay. This oh. is a this is a regular offender to these I things. I feel like, is it is this person not to stick with the gender binary, but is this person a man or a woman? Um, twenty questions. It is a man. Oh, I was I was expecting somebody else actually. Oh, boy, so tell me who that was. Yeah, I will. I'll tell you post post show. Anyway, somebody who is not absolute garbage <laughs> is Robin DeJesus, and True, he joined correct. Peter, James, and Michael on this week on Broadway. Um, wonderful conversation uh, on Sunday. You can listen to that in this very podcast feed. Talk about um, Boys in the Band. Talk about all of his Broadway history. Um, so, so cool. Um, one of the best dudes out there in addition dude. to one of the best whipped actors. Out a, whipped out a dude for Robin dude, hey, dude. <laughs> Yeah, um, This is his second time on This Week on Broadway. He actually uh, did it on July 13th, the day before Bastille Day, all the way back in 2014. Of course. Of course. Of course every, famous, every, very famous everyone episode. Everyone noted that. Yeah. Yeah, it goes down in history. But um, if you would like to participate in this week on Broadway tapings, whether there's a guest or not, send in your questions. All of that jazz. Head over to broadwayradio.com slash Patreon, patreon.com slash broadwayradio. Or if it's Bastille Day or not, which unfortunately well, in this case it will not be. I'm sorry. It will not be. I mean, I don't know. Is, is Bastille Day a Sunday in 2021? Who knows? Well, I, <laughs> I mean, we're in November regardless, so. Yeah, well, you can, can wait. Um, anyway, speaking of <laughs> One of Robin DeJesus' former collaborators last week in an interview, Ashley, uh, talking to Deadline to promote the upcoming film adaptation of The Prom, Ryan Murphy announced that he had joined the previously announced film adaptation of Matthew Lopez's The Legend of Georgia McBride and will be bringing it to Netflix as part of his overall production deal. The film, which originally had been announced in February of 2018, is still set to star Jim Parsons, who of course has worked with Murphy both on The Normal Heart and The Boys in the Band with Robin DeJesus, um, is based on the acclaimed off-Broadway play of the same name in which a young Elvis impersonator turns to drag when his career isn't taking off. Now, don't worry, Parsons is not playing a young Elvis impersonator. He is playing the more seasoned drag queen, Miss Tracy Mills. Okay. A- Ashley, did you ever see George McBride? I haven't I have seen a- it. A, th- a theater down here in Orlando was supposed to do it this year, and obviously the Duh, world happened. Yeah. Um, so did I didn't Just, get to see it. Gestures broadly, yeah. No, I haven't seen it. I knew this, as we talked before recording, I knew this was happening, and it was so long ago before it was announced. I completely forgot, but uh, you know, talk, reading the deadline piece, uh, you know, obviously I'm cued into everything that's the prom, uh, but I'd seen you know, Ryan Murphy's going to do a chorus line, which was technically announced last year, yeah. and 
now we'll he's, talk about that here in right. A I, now he's like, I'm going to do it next year, and there's that 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 will, I'm sure, be a whole thing that we'll have mixed feelings about. But yeah, I remember <laughs> I remember this being announced, and I think as we talked before recording, he was not attached to it, and now that this is Correct. this is a thing that he's being attached to now. So I mean, I have mixed Ryan Murphy feelings. I still have, don't we all? <laughs> right? Doesn't everybody? Um, I still have to see the prom um, ahead of everyone else seeing the prom, since I'll be doing some stuff related to it. Uh, and I'm really anxious about it. I'm not going to lie. Obviously, I've made my prom feelings known, and I'm a massive fan of a chorus line as well. So that's going to make me anxious. I know virtually nothing about The Legend of George McBride. So. Cool. Uh, you know, maybe he'll surprise me and maybe he'll piss some people off, but I won't know one way or another, <laughs> to be quite Good. honest. Fair enough. But uh, you did mention the fact that mm-hmm. Ryan Murphy is looking to do a miniseries, limited series mm-hmm. about the creation of yeah. a chorus line. Now, what he's not doing is adapting a chorus line into th- a film. That's the thing, because it seems like it's going to be a mix of both from everything I've read, sure. because he's going to take the uh, chorus line is based on interviews that the director did uh, and turned into a chorus line. What I'm expecting from Ryan Murphy is each episode is going to be very focused on like significant vignettes of all these characters, because it's a very Ryan Murphy thing to do. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, uh, so He said in his I, deadline article yeah. that he had acquired the rights to the original Michael Bennett audio right, tapes exactly. that served as the foundation. Yes, yes, so he's yes, definitely yes. going back to the source material, which is great. And I, you know, I imagine it I would be something be similar to Fosse Verdon, sure, yeah, yeah, which he was not involved with Fosse Verdon, but they were I telling a different a story while also including. I don't think he was. I thought he was. Let me search. I don't think that. so. Let me search uh, that real but, quick while you talk. Yeah, but it's going to have the backstory, but also a lot of performances as well. But while you're looking, one other thing that he talked about um, is that he's also going to be working on a limited series about fashion designer Halston, which will star Ewan McGregor and Krista Rodriguez. And we all know how I feel about anything that Krista is in, of so course. I will be watching. C-seared, which pleased us all. Yes, my love for her goes far back beyond that, but that is definitely part of it as well. <laughs> yes. All right, so moving on from there, Ashley, we've got a couple stories about TV stars coming to the small screen. First up, scads of Disney on Broadway stars will be reuniting on the stage of the New Amsterdam Theater to sing Let It Go as part of the Disney Holiday Sing Along, which will air on ABC on November 30th. Tour Elsa Caroline Bowman and Broadway standby uh, Anna Aisha Jackson will lead the song, joined by other Disney stars such as Bowman's real-life husband and Hans, uh, Austin Colby, uh, Lindiwi Dlamini, Telly Leung, Isabella McCullough, John Riddle, and former Tell Me More guest L. Stephen Moore, as well as many, many others. Also performing on the broadcast will be Andrea Bocelli, Michael Buble, Chloe, and Hallie. Hallie is playing Ariel in the live-action Little Mermaid film, don't forget. Adam Lambert, Derek, and Julianne Huff, although they're doing separate stuff. Um, Leslie Odom Jr., speaking of the prom, Carrie Washington, and more. Then, for something completely different, last week, HBO announced a truly bonkers cast of theater fan favorites for their upcoming period drama, The Gilded Age, which will feature a cast including... 
Audra McDonald, Donna Murphy, Michael Cerverus, Kelly O'Hara, Christine Baranski, Carrie Coon, Cynthia Nixon, Deborah Monk, Katie Finner, and Celia Keenan Bolger, Danae Benton, Christine Nielsen, John Douglas Thompson, Tasia Farmiga, and more. Who? <laughs> yeah, all of those <laughs> people of those. and more. Yeah, who uh, any of those people? I don't know, who are they? I've never heard of them. The story yeah. begins in 1882 and introduces the young Marion Brooke, who will be played by Louisa Jacobson, who I did not mention earlier. She is the orphaned mm. daughter of a union general who moves into the New York City home of her thoroughly old money aunts Agnes and Ada, played by Baranski and Nixon, respectively, accompanied by Peggy Scott, who's played by Benton, an uh, accomplished African-American woman. Marion inadvertently becomes enmeshed in a social war between one of her aunts, a scion of the old money set, and her stupendously rich neighbors, a ruthless railroad tycoon, and his ambitious wife, George and Bertha Russell. George is played by Morgan Spector. And Carrie Coon plays perfect, perfect. Perfect. Yeah, there's a ton more in this original uh, article that we have about who everybody is mm-hmm. playing. It's it just reads like this epic period drama that is going to probably sounds kind of fun to be honest with you. Sure, but yeah, um, it's tons by the, and tons it's of by stuff. The same creator, it's by Julian Fellows, who also did Downton yes, Abbey. Yes. Yeah, so it's very much in the same vein of that, I'm sure. Which I mean, I haven't seen Downton Abbey, but even the clips that I've seen, if you look at anything Maggie Smith does, but I mean that's oh, yeah. Maggie Smith for you. Those are specifically like that's a, a you know. A, those lines are from a very fun character, whether it's written that way or not, because it's Maggie Smith. When you throw in people like Audrey McDonald, Donna Murphy, Michael Cerveris, Kelly O'Hara, Christine Baranski, yeah. you're obviously going to have a lot of fun with this cast. Everything Carrie Coon does, I'm absolutely so thrilled by. So, so much. So I'm excited about this. Both that and uh, the Disney... I didn't realize the Disney holiday sing-along was a Broadway thing, honestly, because I've been writing both for Gilded Age and for uh, the Disney Holiday sing-along to my day job. I write for Backstage and I've done casting notices for both of them and didn't have any idea the Disney thing was a a Broadway thing. Well, the Disney thing is not a Broadway thing overall. Just Disney on Broadway stars are participating and singing. No, I know, but even like even filming in a Disney theater, yeah. I didn't didn't realize that was happening because that wasn't part of my casting job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah. And most of them are going to be Christmas songs, like Silent Night, of Santa Claus is coming to yeah. town. No, Although yeah. Chloe and Hallie are singing, "Do you want to build a snowman?" Which I guess they're trying Which, to chew in as a uh, yeah. holiday song. Reach but, on over to uh, St. Anyway, James. Uh, the Gilded Age will be a nine part um, limited series. Um, no, no talk of when it will air, but. Um, Still pretty yeah, exciting to see all of those people. Sh- yeah, not sure. Yeah. I, y- yeah, that's, I'm not usually a period drama person. It's not really my area, but I, how can you not with that cast? No, absolutely. All right. Let's move on to some streaming theater news. Last mm-hmm. week it was announced that a benefit streaming performance of Matthew Lombardo's Who's Holiday will air on Friday, December 11th and will be available through December 15th 
with proceeds benefiting Broadway Cares Equity Fights 8. You can watch the free one-hour stream at broadwaycares.org slash who's holiday beginning at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. This will, of course, star original uh, star of the show, Leslie Margarita. It was actually, mm-hmm. this is actually a filmed performance from the 2017 off-Broadway uh, run of the show over at the West Side Theater. If you forget what this God. show is all about, yeah. Leslie Margarita plays a middle-aged Cindy Lou Who, now yeah. residing in a beaten-down trailer in the snowy hills of Mount Crumpet. It's it's all done in, like, Susian rhymed couplets yeah. uh, and everything. Uh, at one point, they'd actually announced that it was going to transfer to Broadway, much to the surprise of Leslie right. Margarita. Um, I, From what I understand, <laughs> it was when it came to Broadway, it was going to have a different star, a, a bit more diminutive, and might be hosting a new show on the Food Network, but that's neither here nor there. I um, hate that I don't know who you're talking about, because I'm in the Venn diagram there of Broadway and food, and I have absolutely no idea who you're talking about. Yeah, I think this new show on the Food Network um, is actually might be premiering while we are talking, Ashley. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. I don't think this is a type of Food Network show that you're usually into. This is more of a sweets. (laughs) No, no, no. Unless it's the Pioneer Woman, I am watching it. That's that's just okay. not to okay. not to publicly slam the Pioneer Woman, but also I'm publicly slamming the Pioneer Woman and watch anything else that's on Food Network. That's my happy Trisha, place. Do you watch? Do you watch Trisha's show? Uh, you know if it's on, <laughs> if it's on. Okay. The Kitchen. Do you watch The Kitchen? Yeah, yep, yep, yep. If it's okay. on, if it's on. Yeah, sounds fair. The, 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 the Food Network for you is what Hallmark is for me. Yeah, exactly. That's very okay. much. Much it. I'm more. Right. I'm more of like the travel food shows person. Again, yeah. Tony. diners, dive-ins, and drives. Well, yes, Guy Fieri <laughs> always because he's pure. As much as people don't want to admit it, but I, obviously, I, obviously, yeah. Tony Bourdain, which we all know. Yeah, yeah. I we are so off the beaten track here, but <laughs> I, I love and I've mentioned I'm the fact. Drag everybody into the food side of my life, kicking and screaming. Well, I don't care. Here's, Here's the thing. One of my favorite articles ever is the New York Times review of Guy Fieri's uh, Guy Times Fieri's. Square Restaurant, of course. Yeah, as it's I've one read of the best pieces of journalism. Times. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. But remarkable. I will say, like, Guy Fieri, I think is just a really good guy. He like, is. He yeah. is one of those people who, like, goes out of his way to, like, do things for charity and people who need it without making a big deal out of it. Unexpectedly just like, so, because yeah. people were, people for a long time, I mean, people loved Mario Batali, who, mm, yeah, turned out to be garbage. Wh- yeah. Whoops. And then Alton Brown, who also isn't that amazing. Yep. Whoops. Also, Guy Fieri is just like, I'm a really good person. I will never let you know it because I'm really flashy. Yeah. Like he shows up to wherever there's like wildfires and like, cooks for him and stuff like just i could good talk guy. about this for four thousand hours so but that's another podcast yeah, that's another podcast <laughs> let's move on here really quickly uh concord concord theatricals has announced the foundation of read more plays club the inaugural event of the digital book club will feature playwright poet and author sarah rule and her play how to mm. transcend a happy marriage and will uh feature a panel starring uh broadway radio favorite lena hall the first, uh, yes. uh, the first event, which will be open to the public, is slated to take place on Wednesday, December 2nd at 6 p.m. 
And then finally, in this uh, streaming theaters section, last week it was announced that the Irish Repertory Theater will celebrate the holiday season with a virtual production of Meet Me in St. Louis, adapted and directed by original Broadway cast member Charlotte Moore, who is also the Irish Rep Artistic Director. The musical Mm. will run um, from December 11th through January 2nd replacing the previously announced A Child's Christmas in Wales. And the uh, cast will um, will feature the great Melissa Errico, Ali Ewald, um, as well as Max von Essen, and a bunch of nice, other really nice, cool nice. people as well. Love Melissa Errico. I love all those people, but love Melissa yeah. Errico. She's Absolutely. very, very fun to interview, especially. Yes. She's the reason I'm sitting here today, to be honest with oh, you. Oh, hello. But okay. We've told, I've told this story before, so I won't bore anybody, but okay. she's my favorite. So the, anyway, last time right. I, the last time I interviewed her was about Sondheim. Surprise, surprise. So there you go. <laughs> Yeah. Shocking, shocking. All right, let's get into some recommendations here real quick. Speaking of Sondheim, uh, last week, Broadway World finished up its second season of the Next On Stage competition, which has uh, high school students competing in like an American Idol type uh, mm-hmm. thing and all this cool stuff. But um, this one wrapped up on like the season finale episode, had all of the finalists for that season singing um, Our Time from Merrily We Roll Along. So check that out. Then, this is not necessarily a feel-good recommendation, but last week, the wonderful performer Jennifer Cody posted a blog entitled What I Used to Do for Love and talked about all of her feelings mm. about how the world has changed, how Broadway um, has been infected affected by the pandemic. She starts off saying, quote, I am scared. I have been a Broadway performer for over 25 years and have proudly danced in the chorus of nine Broadway shows and multiple shows off-Broadway. At five feet tall, my dreams of becoming a Broadway dancer may have seemed crazy, but it was everything (laughs) to me. Uh, At no point did I ever anticipate that all the work would be swept away in an instant. I wonder if I would have spent more time appreciating the joy that I felt doing my last show had I known that it could be my last show ever. Uh, So she goes on. It's really heart-wrenching to read it, but I would recommend everybody read that to kind of get a uh, a view of what it's like uh, mentally and emotionally. For performers who are out of work right now. And not even just performers, but anyone trying. I had a conversation this weekend with someone who's a director of like new works off Broadway. And I just can't fathom anyone trying to put on any kind of, either putting on any kind of show this, the last however many months, eight months at this point, but also performing in them, writing them, creating them in any form. Just so, so difficult. Never mind, you know, if you're actually, if you've actually been infected with COVID. Yeah, absolutely. Well, the final thing here in recommendations is something that should make you happier. On Friday, which is something we talked before, great performances premiered the new documentary Fiddler, colon, A Miracle of Miracles. If you missed it, you could either DVR it like I did, and Which you can watch we it both later. Did, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, or you can get it on PBS.org/slash Broadway on PBS or the PBS Video app. Um, this is a obviously a documentary looking back at the creation and the life and the impact of the Bach and Harnick musical Fiddler on the Roof. It Never features interviews and commentary, impact. not only from Bach and Harnick, but Joel Gray, who directed the Yiddish production off Broadway. One of, uh, one of the most famous former Tevya's topple, Harvey Firestein, who also did it on Broadway. Lin-Manuel Miranda is in there as well because 
Why, Why not? not? Yeah, he's just uh, there. If there's any kind of musical documentary, Lynn is there to talk about it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, and also, Lynn has said very publicly that he considers In the Heights to be the uh, the Latin fiddler on the Which roof. Which makes sense. Well, yeah. I yeah. I don't disagree with, disagree with that at all. Yeah. So, your your boy, uh, Stephen Joshua Sondheim, is also in it. Harold oh, Prince. Oh, hello. Uh, Danny Burstein, who played Tevia in the last Broadway revival. Jessica Hecht. Um, a bunch of the people from this last Broadway revival from the Yiddish production are in it. So, mm. very, very cool documentary. I'm looking forward to getting a chance uh, to watching it. Yeah, we talked about it ahead of recording again of U of DVR'd it. I actually completely forgot it was happening as much as I I've read so much about Fiddler both from you know, uh, the greatest show that ever lived, but also like Black Fiddler and then it's it's really interesting how profound Fiddler has been on musical theater. It's like I think it's oh, yeah. the most popular show in Japan, which always fascinates me. Like most popularly really? adapted, yeah. And, and you know that's a, that's a um, from what I've read, it's a consequence of like that kind of uh, you know being brought up on tradition and everything. Uh, but it's when they put it on in Japan, it's the most popular adapted <laughs> Broadway musical wow. and American musical that exists. So there, yeah. it's, it's, it's so, it just so influential in every way. And of course, you know, it's, it's probably my, one of my top five musicals. It's certainly my favorite classical musical. I'm really excited to see this. Anything that PBS puts on is usually so well put together and just really looking forward. To- I didn't know Sondheim was in it. So that's, that's always <laughs> exciting for me. Yeah. And if I'm throwing out former Tommy Moore guests, the first Tommy Moore guest, yeah, uh, as always, uh, the very first Tommy Moore guest, uh, Al Silver, is in it as yeah, well. So. Yeah, of course. I mean, she's written a book, about, literally written a yes. book about it. So Yeah, that's what we talked about in the very first episode of Tommy Moore. <sighs> wow, so look, at you, look at you. You're ahead it's of the game. It's all about synergy. You're ahead of the game as always. Yep. That's so all cool. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I will talk to anybody about a book, but I love Al, so that's uh, completely different. But anyway, all right, that is all that we have for today. Thank you, everybody, for listening to Today on Broadway, even though it was a bit of a mess of a show, we all, apologize. All Ash, Ashley, good luck, good luck editing some of that stuff yeah. out. But you can all follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWB Matt. Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at No, This Is Ashley. And apparently now surviving a tornado warning yeah, as this yeah, emergency emergency alert just came through my phone mid-show. Yeah. And if you want to hear Ashley talk all things Food Network, head over to patreon.com slash Broadway Radio and send us a message saying that's the Patreon content. Oh my God. I will. That will be the $100 tier. I promise you. I will talk about food. (laughs) I'll make cooking videos for you. That's that's my sub career at this point. Nice. All right, everybody. Have a wonderful Monday and we'll be back to talk to you tomorrow. Bye.